Hello, everybody, and welcome back to You Are Good Enough. This is your host, Kimberly Bell. And, you know, I want to talk about the show for a minute because I'm starting to do, I'm starting to bring some new energy into the show. I will continue, of course, to do the channeling, the sharing that I do for the audience. However, this is a unique time in our evolution on this planet. And I feel that now is the time to open our world up a little bit more and allow more in. And you know me, I'm always looking to help us all with perspective and feeling inspired and realizing that we have choices in every moment and every day. And with that being said, I uh, am very excited to do this podcast today with uh, Susan Amara. And I, I will say that I came upon, I, I, I saw Susan's uh, artwork, I don't know, I would say a year, maybe two years ago. And as soon as I saw this, I was, I just knew that I had to connect with her. It was like such an urgency. I was like, oh my gosh. And I'm such a color person and um, I am just, I'm just so mesmerized by the beauty that she creates. So I've had the opportunity to work a little bit with her and to receive the gifts that she's here to offer so many at this time. And so with that being said, I want to read a little bit. First of all, I want to say, hello, uh, Susan. Um, thank you for being here. And I want to tell our audience just a little bit about you. So, so here we go. I'm putting on the glasses for this one. Susan Amara is an energy alchemist, artist, and international event facilitator. She communicates and works with a non-denominational divine intelligence called the Diamond Light Collective, which are here to support humanity at this time of great change. Amara holds a grounded space between the world most of us know and see and the unseen multidimensional worlds. She expresses the experiences of being aware in these places and the experience of loving energy through artistic expression and through channeling a pure form of language called light language. Suzanne worked in holistic therapy for 10 years, raising a young family and enjoying a relatively normal life. In 2012, uh, in 2012, after visiting sacred sites in the UK, she had a walk-in experience where she experienced billions of years in just three days and met many extraterrestrial beings. And after this, she began life again, but with an expanded perspective. She continued to have dreams of different worlds and learning about advanced healing technology. In 2016, when various divine and angelic beings began to communicate with her and guide her to follow a new direction in life, she developed a strong healing ability, the ability to see and sense our world in more expanded ways and began to speak in holy languages. This led her to have an immense change, many changes in her life circumstances and engaged with deep processes to understand how we create, how we maintain our reality, physical, mental, and energy health. She healed her body free of medication and began integrating core human wounds at a deep level to heal emotionally and develop more coherent communication and core stability. In 2017, she gave up traditional therapy practice and began to write and draw light codes, which developed into the art and spaces she facilitates today. Being naturally shy, Coming out to share on social media has been a deep process of learning. Amara now facilitates many people and businesses into authentic expression, energy, abundance, and deepening presence with the divine universe. Susan shares 
her journey of faith and love in light and raw, down to earth ways. Her creations and insights are found on social media, and she facilitates international events and one-to-one life alchemy sessions with Collective. Amara lives with core principles of authenticity, awareness, and accountability as core practice towards compassion, loving kindness, and grace. Amen. I am so excited to dive into this. Thank you. What a, what a beautiful, um, wow, it's beautiful what you do. And so this explains why I was so drawn to you and your light, right? And the codes that are associated with the color. Um, and I've had the pleasure of working with you. And before we get started, I just want my audience to know that as we speak, and as I was preparing for this interview earlier this morning, I already felt us working together energetically. And I already felt, um, you know, what I feel might be our teams, right? Our teams of light or um, the, the cosmic beings that we don't talk about. I don't talk about really on this show, but I must move into this space because there's so much that humanity deserves to understand. There is more than meets the eye, right? And, and we've been taught so much, right, to only believe what we see. So I am going to let you kind of take over. I'm going to ask a few questions. And if you could just help, um, you know, in reading your bio, one thing I want to talk about firstly is you are who you are today. And I look at this as though we're uncovering ourselves, right? That is what I feel. And we all have a different way of talking about it and expressing it. But one thing for sure is that I help people uncover their true self. And you have walked that journey and your journey began years ago. And it's interesting, right? When you have these awakenings, these experiences, then you must traverse the 3D, I guess I'll call it the normal mainstream life, what we thought life was on this planet, but yet you've had this new world kind of show itself to you. So this is where I want to begin. And, you know, I want to talk about, if you don't mind, this walk-in experience. And again, thank you so much for being here um, with us. So please share with us. Thank you so much. Um, well, you don't really ever set out uh, with the destination in mind. I and mean, sometimes we do through what we're taught and through what we've learned. You know, you want to be a better human, don't we? Have better relationships and, and many of us uh, just want to be happy. And that was certainly the case for me. I, uh, my early years were difficult and I carried a legacy of depression. I, and I was, I was very on not really in my body um, and, and very inwards and, and quite and quite disappointed and angry with life in the main in my early years. So I had what, I mean, I just think of every normal life, like a, just like everybody, strive for a better job, a family, got married, had children, lived a fairly regular life. And, um, you know, I was very caught in that. And this happened very unexpectedly. Um, I was drawn to go to a sacred site, which I'd never been to. It didn't really interest me. It would, would be quite unusual for me to do that. And I was called to go for the solstice, which would require me to get up in the middle of the night and drive across the country, which, again, would have been very out of character for me, uh, being a home person. Uh, but something inside was driving me, uh, something bigger than me. I didn't yet know what that was because I was pretty much an atheist. So this was quite quite substantial. Oh my God. When... When I went there, there were some things that happened that day which were out of the ordinary. So I heard the stones singing. I could hear sound that wasn't ordinarily available through what you would call, you know, through regular channels. 
this was something that again would be unusual for me and it made me feel quite agitated um, because I didn't understand it my, my brain couldn't comprehend it um, and then I fell asleep and then a, f a few days later um, I had an experience where I would have appeared to fall asleep so I was like had a mild flu-like virus uh, looking, it wasn't, it was an awakening experience, but it looked like I had a fever, I, I fell asleep. And in that experience, the time that we know and and the relative time that we know and all the things that we kind of think are our reality just imploded and disappeared. And I was in other spaces and in other places with other beings doing all these things and it just felt... It's almost impossible to convey in words what that is. It was absolute total love. And at the time when I came back into my body and I was arrived in my body, the world that I arrived in or the, the spirit being that came in to this body, which I, I feel like is myself, um, didn't recognise a lot of what I saw. So, so... A lot of things that we take for granted, like uh, phone numbers and uh, like recipes, how to drive, recognising my family and my children and the life that I had, I just didn't really recognise it. I had dormant memories. I could access the memory banks, but that just felt like I was accessing a computer. And it didn't seem relative to where I had come from. So it was very, very confusing indeed, like having a brain injury. Mm. I expect. I yeah. don't know, but I, I, I would equate it to that. So that uh, kind of exploded my life. And I know in retrospect now my my, my uh, daughter shared with me that she felt like I died at that time. So it's kind of like your personal. Oh, wow. And so how old was she? Oh, gosh. Uh, we're going back now. We're in 2021. Rescue me to do the maths. Nine years, so she would have been around. Uh, she's six, uh, fifteen now. So, okay, uh, so she seven, was okay. Uh, yeah, difficult. It's a difficult age to experience something so profound with a parent. Um, and it wasn't oh, days when we talk about a walk-in. I mean, sometimes if you've heard of this phrase, um, it could be that. You know, you suddenly um, awaken and everything is love and everything is rosy. But for me, it was like the destroyer of everything because it was the first time that I'd ever felt love in that way. I couldn't comprehend what that was. Yeah. Um, my body couldn't comprehend what that was. Um, I had no reference points for what I'd experienced. I couldn't vocalize it and I didn't tell anybody for six months. I didn't tell a single soul and then I ended up confining in my mum because she was the safest person in my life and I, I was very blessed that she listened, she gave me the space and she, she was with me through that whole time and really supported me. Wow, that's beautiful. Can I ask a question here? So I haven't heard the walk-in experience before. Okay. Um, so was, you know, the, the, the leaving and going into the other realms and having these experiences with the beings, the other beings, um, it's funny. I, I, the word extraterrestrial, right. is so ironic that you and I are doing this right now because of course, and those of us who are in you know, or in, in this world a bit, we, we know that there's life outside of this planet <laughs> and, and that's no surprise, right. But to the world and, um, long story short, people are going to be hearing this and they're going to be like, this is going to open them up a little bit. They're going to be like, what? Cause they're going to see what like the mm -hmm. Pentagon is talking about. And, mm -hmm. you know, and I want to say right here and now, before we proceed, they're here for love. They're here for support. They're here to help humanity ascend into love and let go of the division, the pointing fingers, the, the conflict, right? 
and um, let go, letting go of the um, all of that stuff. So we're here for love. And I just wanted to say that. But so I can't imagine, you know, it's a beautiful story that you're sharing. Yet I feel the conflict. I feel the sadness of the illusion being completely shattered for you during that time. My question is, did the walk, did the dreaming, I guess I'll call it dreaming, but did your experience in the other dimensions of time, right? Um, did they happen before you went to the sacred site or did they happen before? Like before or after the sacred site? I'm just curious. Okay. So uh, before this, um, I okay. did, I was questioning things because I, mm. I've had a fascination with things like Egypt. Um, I was, I was interested in UFOs. I didn't know why, but, but I've grown up with this from being a very young girl. I mean, obviously things have fallen into place now to explain, but at the time, when, if you go back in time, I, hadn't got the pieces of the jigsaw piece in place it was all up in the air and there was lots of things I do I was questioning things you know I had um quite a strong faith as a child um certainly I I remember now obviously I was seeing things but blocked them out um so one once I'd had that walking experience and I got over the shock which took around about a year uh it took a year with just I, I spent most time just trying to be human. I, I think the first few months I was adjusting to try and fit into what what human was uh, through the matrix of what I already had in terms of what was in my memory system, what was in my body system. Um, it felt very strange um, mm. and disorientating, but I got by. Um, mm. I was self-medicating a little bit with alcohol to shut out all of the noise because I was still experiencing multidimensionality so that kind of switched that down a bit and made it more bearable because I didn't know any any other way for a while um and things were quiet for a couple of years two or three years uh just tried to fit into life concentrated on raising my kids um but things under the surface were were brewing away and it just so happened you know how life is it's going to mold you once you realize that this is the way that you're going towards love uh on, on the train and it's you go to the direct route or a roundabout route but you're going to get there um that the right people came into my life and just took me just so many series of coincidences took me to some sacred land in the UK, I uh, was privately owned. Mm. And that just happened to be the place I perhaps, it was on some ley lines, it was highly charged with energy, and it just was enough to flip me from my resistance because I was mm. resisting it mm. through fear, which is natural because, you know, it looks different when you, you lift the veils. Um, and my resistance just kind of was melted away one afternoon in a client session. Um, and I, I think I, I think at that stage, it, I was laughing a lot that day because what I was seeing was so unreal and my client was seeing it too. <laughs> so I literally changed whatever was, whatever energy was moving through me at that time. It allowed us both to see at the same time. Maybe that's what I needed was someone else to validate it. And then that client healed spontaneously of something that was very difficult to treat uh, medically. And wow. uh, after that, that was when the dream started. And my uh, the, the first types of contact came back with the extraterrestrials, the Syrian uh, envoys and the Palladian envoys came and actually took me mm -hmm. on a nightly basis into some form of training. So that I, I was actually learning things, something. Mm -hmm. But I, again, I wasn't like you go, like you go to school and then you come back and you remember what you've learned. I'd wake up, I know, right? and I would be like, I'd have all these diagrams in my head, and I just knew I'd try and write them down. I try and make. I mean, I, I, my, my brain couldn't really comprehend what I was seeing at first. Um, it took a long time for me to to really go through these layers and these processes 
but I was making notes of say like the light body, the different layers of the energetic mm. body, not what we sort of would recognize in standard spiritual literature of chakras, but of actual geometry, of mathematics, of um, structures mm. of mm. healing chambers, um, light, the way light ships are constructed, like this is mathematics, but not in a way that we understand it. And mm-hmm. I didn't understand it either. So I secretly thought it was nuts too. <laughs> so I was in disbelief and disorientation with the experiences for quite a long time and still thought that I was having a nervous breakdown for, for a long time. But gradually, because love is growing through all the processes of self-doubt, I was very broken. I had a lot of trauma in my body for my life. And so I had to do a lot of healing. And as the space was made, as these layers started to come slowly and I was learning and doing the inner work, I started to trust more, but it took such a long time. What was pivotal was when uh, Jesus came, that really changed the game for me because I could dismiss uh, extraterrestrials I could dismiss uh, what happened to me in the bedroom mm-hmm. of my house I could not dismiss it was too there were some things that you just can't walk away from and brush away for any reason and that that day was one of them uh, it changed everything so let me just ask are you saying that you were in your bedroom and you actually had uh, the presence of Jesus with you Yes. Yes. I was just having a regular day and uh, regular day, mom day wow. in my house. Yep. Uh, I'd yep. taken some washing mom day. Yep. Yep. Mom day. Uh, my kids are at school. I'm filling the time between taking, picking them up, uh, doing some, putting some washing away in the bedroom. I was in my bedroom, put the washing basket on the bed, turned around and Jesus, the, the, the energy of Jesus as a manifestation of a, of a being was in front of me and I, I I think I went into shock it's very hard to look back because I can just feel the energy now but what passed between us in that moment mm. was more energy than words and it was the eyes that looked into me mm. and it felt like mm-hmm. the only way to describe it is like snowflakes of light came from his eyes to my body and I felt a love that is totally indescribable and without words, but just like my body was so light that almost like I wasn't in it and nothing I'd ever mm. suffered mattered in that moment, just in that moment. And he said inside of me, so not with his mouth, but inside my body, trust and let go. And after that, uh, then mm-hmm. he kind of, it's like they dematerialize. It was like he felt so real and then not. Um, and my whole body, I mean, I just sat there and cried and I didn't even believe that. I had to hire one of the most powerful channels in the whole world to validate this to me because I just still didn't believe it. It's, it still wasn't enough evidence for my <laughs> logical mind, even though my body was completely showing me uh in in the way it was responding this love i just couldn't accept love could be real in this way um but after that we had a a, you know whatever my soul manifested because i do i I really feel that we all have this inside of us you know i'm not special in any way i'm a very Mm. regular person i'm very down to earth yet i continually have experienced these synchronicities and a very very deep relationship with christ consciousness so this was a continuing relationship and he started to come in times of quietness and meditation and speak with me and he'd take me into through his life not maybe as we might interpret it through modern uh Mm -hmm. doctrine so when i say non-denominational i really mean this um that there was i was taken back to those times and other times as well with other significant beings to walk these paths of divinity to see how actually it's very every human has this capacity and it was 
how looking a lot at how our society have been created. So we we kind of have this term red pill, which is sometimes dotted around now in the modern day, but this was many years ago and that I, that was what he was doing. That energy was educating me about the real structures of the world uh, underneath the surface and how our brains work and how bodies work and how we don't really understand what love is yet, but we're moving towards that. And it was it was a very, very deep process. So beautiful. I I and I understand how it's so hard to believe that certain things are happening, right? When they are. Um it it it's real struggle when you start to you like it breaks the illusion and you're having like such unreal, I guess we'll call it unreal, you know, but something that stuck with me a very long time ago is there's more real, right, and authentic that you don't see versus the physical that you're actually seeing. That's what was um, happening. Absolutely. I right. felt like it was my life, uh, you know, my relationship was dysfunctional because we were both dysfunctional, you know, we both had work to do. And, right. Yeah. You know, I was literally going and doing Zumba or in my book club or, you know, very, very regular life things uh, on one hand with this uh, like fake veil of normality. and then. I'm having these extraordinary experiences which I can't share with anyone or talk about. And it's it's changing me inside. And that feels more authentic than than the life I have. So there was a lot of conflict and I would often get very sad um, and sometimes quite cross and frustrated because uh, there was nowhere to place it. I had nowhere to bring this in. Um, and it seemed so strange. And obviously, I was starting to develop telepathy. I could hear people talking. I didn't want to hear what they were talking about, but it was just there. And, you know, I, I could see more through things. Things would disappear, become brighter, um, especially in nature. Mm. Um, mm. And so I'm very glad that it, that I had this grounding inside of me, that something inside of me kept me fairly rooted um, because mm-hmm. otherwise it could have been quite overwhelming indeed to process. It, it, it came in stages and layers, and I would say I was probably the, the like, had the most resistance. Um, and perhaps that's why those words were so important about trusting and letting go, because that has been my core journey but ultimately I couldn't I guess when it got to 2017 there was just too much energy and I couldn't keep up the um that conflict anymore it was time for me to choose a resistance it was time for me to choose and I, I had a very profound experience that's where the light language was given to me and I was given a choice at that point as to how the next part of my life would proceed so I, I was able to stay as I was, and I was shown what would happen if I did stay as I was, which wasn't too bad, but then a middle kind of ground of something that would take a bit longer, and I would have a healing center and, and have a very lovely and rich life, or to choose my highest soul's potential on this earth, and they told me and, and showed me that that would mean probably utter devastation, absolute cataclysm of the life I had. Uh, showed me some things which I found hard to accept but subsequently played out and I chose my highest expression because my feeling in that moment was why else would I want to live if I wasn't living my fullest potential right. and obviously Your I wasn't highest. at the time I clearly wasn't um, and I couldn't yet see all the cracks I didn't know you know you don't know how shut down you are until you're open and so that night really changed my life and that that I have been given this journey into to meet maybe for the first time the collective, but I didn't know that's what it was really, that divine monadic body. It's a very, very wide field of light and these, um, you could call them angels, like angels came and 
blessed me with this liquid light, this energy, and said that I would bring back languages to earth that did not exist on earth yet. But when I came back from that, again, just like everything else, I was just like, mm, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I was just really, I, I, really skeptical. <laughs> I, I know. And so I want to share because for people who are listening, okay, we're talking about a lot of new concepts perhaps for them. And I, you know, I can't help but wonder that some people listening are like, oh my gosh, I'm doing a similar thing. Oh my gosh, I'm trying to resist, but I think that this is where I should go. I mean, my story is very similar to yours, although I haven't had the type of experiences that you've had, right? To this degree, um, but I resisted it and I tried to fit into normal life. And I kept pulling back from normal life because I was like, it, it's so uncomfortable for me to keep pretending that I'm a tennis playing housewife. I cannot do it anymore. And so the, for the people who are listening, if that's you, you, you could be feeling this, right? Things aren't matching up in your life anymore. It doesn't feel like it's in alignment and it's not you. It's actually, it is your soul saying, hey, it's time. It is time to answer the call of your soul. And what that means is instead of resist it, trust and allow, right? The words that you heard that were so prophetic for you and really it was like the, the key for you. That moment was really huge. I mean, you've had a lot of huge moments, right? But that one was really the one that really allowed you to start gushing and allowing, right? The opening. So, and, and many people are waking, I'll call it waking up at this time because they're realizing, gosh, I'm feeling differently than I thought I would, or my life isn't working for me. This is everything I wanted in my life. And that's because your soul is trying to get your attention to help you realize there's a lot more for you than you thought that possibly you were here to live. And I, I so identify with it. It's so beautiful. Um, and the resistance, you know, you talk about that and we fight it so hard out of fear, really fear. I didn't want my life to change. Right. You said the same yeah. thing. It is depressing. I fell into a very dark place myself and I too had a divine moment in my bedroom. Right. And we won't get into me, but I can relate right to, to many of the things that you're sharing. And I will say that I've been drawn to light language. And those words came to me a while ago, although I don't know where I really heard them. And so when I, after looking at your gorgeous art, okay, um, and let's just for a second, let's, let's tell people where they can actually find your art and connect with you. Is it light evolutionary? Yes, at the moment, uh, we're in the process of setting up a website, which will be under my own name, uh, because I, I chose to, to come under that name, but we're still setting up a gallery. So uh, all of the art will be available to, to see online. Uh, but at the moment, I just have a profile on Facebook and okay. um, an Instagram. So that's how people can find things, literally, through Absolutely Organic. Yeah. Uh, everything has been divinely given and rather than following a commercial route I followed a divine route and it's been very slow sometimes very frustrating because of course we'd want to have a big profile and go out and do all these things but the, this type of artwork isn't based on that type of work it's based on the inner work and it comes at the right time and I do feel that now is the time so we are just starting to step up like you say like to get going come out from the yeah. cupboard of safety and uh hiding away right and speak more widely that's now uh, the love more widely yes um and i and i love listening to your light language i also want to just you know tell the audience so last night and preparing you know for my time with you I was about to go to bed and I decided that I would just put your name into YouTube and, uh, you know, uh, Susan Amara, and that was it into YouTube and what came up. And there were some, 
uh, light code activations or light, light activation. I look forward to doing that. I haven't done that. But what caught what called to me um, was actually the water prayer. <laughs> Do you remember the water prayer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I watched it and I immediately felt the first, I'll say two chakras, crazy, crazy, crazy. And then all of a sudden, I just felt everything totally lighting up, activating. And I was like, wow, this is amazing, right? So can you just explain to me, right? Because people listening to this are going to go check you out because they're going to be curious about who is this beautiful woman. Um, Tell me what's happening inside of me so that I know that it's not nothing to be afraid of, you know, and I, I love the feeling that I have now compared to years ago when I felt nothing. And now I feel so much. It's so glorious. So tell us what's going on with me or with us. Well, we're like flowers, let's just say. We're like little bulbs and we've been walking around like little bulbs and we're ready to sprout. We're ready to come out and come above ground and have that stem and the flower's going to open to the sun. So that's what our bodies are like. And you know, most of the time we're not in our body. We think we're in our body, but our consciousness isn't really resting in the body. So the light language and the energy of love behind this, so what you can't see it and your mind can't understand it. It's something we can't hold on to in a logical way. But the body, because it has a basis of energy, we are energy. Um, you know, we, we could talk about the mechanics of that, but we don't really need to. The, the body is an energy body as well as a physiological atomic body. And the light language works with sound mostly and with energy. So when you are watching a video and you're engaging with the artwork with your your eyes, it's actually your whole body that's engaging. Your whole body Mm. is listening. Your whole body is feeling. So all that you're having when you have these waves of sensation, and it can be quite profound if you're experiencing divine love in any way, no matter who it is or what it is, they are experiencing that it's just your energy body opening up, just as a flower opens up to the sun in the morning to receive its nourishment from the sun. It isn't very much different. It's just that we haven't really had any type of education on earth so far about this. We've lived very shut down lives, very immediate lives, which are very tend to be very logical um based mind-based lives and obviously as a consequence of that we've lost that very deep uh, connection that we have with the the energy with our body so it's just really a reconnection mainly that you're experiencing and it's soon it can be like a big flush of energy you know when something's been blocked and you get a big flow of energy and you see like water flowing after you know it's been butting up against something it's going to wash and it can feel quite quite a big sensation but it soon equalizes and as soon as we learn to breathe in our bodies as soon as we take on you know, good breathing practice that we spend more time in nature. I mean, who doesn't feel better in nature? Just learning to breathe again and to take time for ourselves out of the busyness. It's not wrong. We just need to balance. And, you know, that just makes such a huge difference. So these sorts of um, energies that we work with are really here to balance you and, and help to support you to find that balance most of all within yourself because it's for everybody to find that we've we've been very codependent we we definitely have that's um that's beautiful thank you and so i love it now that i'm aware right that i've been and i and i will say that when i worked with you a few months ago the as soon as we started working together, I felt things I had not felt before. And I was already feeling things, right? But because you're connected to, would you say that you're connected to we're source all the time, embodying source 
through your daily life differently <laughs> than maybe like I am, um, you know, I feel like I'm connected to source all day too, as well. You know, I don't know how I'm, I don't, I'm not sure what I'm trying to say here, but, um, but I guess in that, in that moment, I just, I was so thrilled by hearing the light language really affects me. Okay. It's a, um, it really moves me and, um, it just always has. So from like, even as I talk about it right now, I already feel a lot of things happening inside of me. And so it's just so beautiful. And, uh, it was the visual it was right. It was the art. It was the water. It was that. So people go, go check out <laughs> Susan on YouTube and, you know, check out these, these activations and these, is there anything in particular you would like to you know, for people who are hearing this and they think that we're both maybe a little cuckoo and you know what, this audience, I love them. And I hope by now they love me too. Um, I'm going to go anywhere in order to help humanity ascend and reach the place of love. I'm here to bring the unconditional love to this planet. And I do it in many, many ways. And, you know, we're all here to experience it, as you said, I think a bit ago. So is there anything you would suggest people start with, though, that might be out there? Something on Facebook, you know, on YouTube? Um, yeah, I mean, I've got lots of things, but I think uh, if you want to just experience the energy and begin, I've just released a video on the Light Evolutionary Channel called Regenesis 2020. Okay. Um, and that's the first proper video. I mean, it's like it's like first grown up video that I've um, okay it's a big girl. yeah I produced it uh yeah so it doesn't have light language in but it has I, what I've done is I'm trying to meet a wider audience because I'm fully aware of how nuts this can all sound um because I would be sitting there saying the same thing uh 10 years ago um I had all sorts of names for people like me and I really understand where that comes from. Absolutely, 100%. And I'm still somebody that does not easily take things in. You know, you can't really hoodwink me. I'm a very logical-based um, person. I like science. And, and the way that this has gone is that, that, that has, I have blended both together, that I've become... Uh, unwittingly and unknowingly like an alchemist of energy and that's through feeling it's through breaking through all of the things that your brain wants to tell you because it really will just keep telling you that the life is solid and that everything is the way it is and certainly society set up to, to treat you know to bring you towards that conclusion but your soul if you just give it space and allow it will flood you, <laughs> will hold you in a way which most of us, I think, at the beginning are very afraid of because it really, the love that we're talking about isn't the sort of love that we think love is. It isn't uh, needy or dependent on you being anything and you can't, you know, you're not like a bad person or a good person or you don't have to meet, you know, to be, a certain way to meet this love but it isn't like that it it's so timeless and pure because you're you realize that you're not just in this particular life you know we're just it's like almost like if anybody's seen a game of the sims and a computer game of sims uh where you simulate yourself and you build these families and these lives and these stuff it's almost like that's what we've been doing and then you lift out of that game and suddenly turn upwards and then there is life. There is life. There is the joy. There is the colour. There is the connection. And it isn't that you have to run away to get it. There's nowhere. You don't need to go somewhere and seek it because it's within us. And it is a deep level of trust to reveal that within yourself, to be so tender to yourself and so kind to yourself and humble in that, that then, of course, you start to see it in other beings and you see it in the world around you and feel it. 
That's beautiful. So that's what that I video know. is about. It's called Regenesis, and it's about, it's about rebirthing ourselves. Oh, I love that. Rebirthing ourselves. And that literally is what you've gone through, and that's what I've gone through and continue to go through. And it feels as though it's a never-ending uh, discovery, an evolutionary process that is infinite. Um, and I'm grateful for it. You know, it's, um, I just want everyone listening to say yes to yourself. And as you just said, you know, I talk a lot about being kind to yourself and being your best friend to yourself. And you know what, if you feel like you have an experience and you can't share it with anybody, like I was, I couldn't share my life with anybody. So I had a journal. Um, and you were lucky to have mom and that's a blessing. Um, you know, if you don't feel like you can tell anybody, it's okay. There's so many people that you can connect with in this day and age because there's a lot of light workers. You know, I, I want to also say that, you know, people can find you on Instagram, you know, as well. Um, is it, is it Susana Mara? Like, is it your name? What is your Instagram account? Uh, Instagram is Amara underscore life underscore alchemy. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm really glad that we said that. So, okay, I'll, I'll get this and make sure that's in the notes. Um, okay. So that's definitely, that is where actually I stumbled upon you, I believe. And I just couldn't get enough and I had to work with you. And I look forward to having a light, have you do a light code for me um, that I look forward to having behind me at some point when I have like a space dedicated for podcast and for video because I, because it's going to be gorgeous, number one, and I can't wait. And I've always been so drawn to color, you know, and your work is just exceptional. It just calls so deeply. Um, okay. And I know that we've gone almost an hour. Um, I want to look at my notes here. And I, I think what I would love to do is to turn this over a little bit to you and say, is there something you want to offer to our audience, just channel wise or intuitive wise in this moment that you're feeling that for whoever's listening can really benefit? Wow. <laughs> Gosh. I don't mean to put you on the spot, but you know, I feel the energy right now. Yeah, it's funny. A lot of energy in this um, we're being held, and that those of you that are listening, and you might have felt it, you might not feel it. it it's fine. But so we are holding space for profound, uh, loving energy, and this energy has been with me for a little while. This is this is an angelic energy which came in about three three weeks ago, which I strongly feel is holding humanity through what's coming over the next few weeks where there's going to be some interesting times for us and this energy is really holding us in love within ourselves so if you are questioning your life or you know the circumstances that we find ourselves in in globally right now just asking questions about what's important um and maybe you don't feel sure so this energy is really here to support you to to meet you where you are to love you as you are and i i would feel like to bring some light language through uh which may be new to you it may be something that you haven't heard before we just ask that you just breathe very gently into your body, um, just very naturally, and just receive it with your heart. So just rather than just with your ears, just try and receive it with your heart and, and feel your body, so become aware of your body and what that might be. And you can have your eyes open and eyes closed for this too. So with love and grace, we offer you this living prayer. Ehla destoina, ara ehada, unhianja etiana, rahendro unhiam darestiana, rea. Oshuri ehalakatera, unta hian dain o ea. 
Kalpiara uyante stara alia halikia yenari uyinaya. Kelara tutu yena uyina ushuyina hara uya. Kalkoronu yin hara uyara ala et eshta. Tara uyko yamana yara ala aishtiana. Ale li stara alia arara tuya. Kaiera ula pratiste, kalkuyana humale uya ya sekiaya. Tetarana uru ui sara uina ara ushtara. Kalkiamata tuas de karopatestana iataira. Helkaria rikiam era estam dure. Tere ira untuyana ara ashtiana. Petera o ushtoya, koro o ushtoro o yana, era ieta petera o lakar, vantare ishtave e ka iantara ushea, esha e ka ea era ushtam, kana era, thank you, blessings, blessings, blessings. This is my home language. This is my core structure language. And there are many variations. Um, we did a podcast on light language, you know, it can share many different variations. But this one is what I would call a Niani um, angelic source language. So the way that it comes out is not as we would understand logical. Um, language uh, in, in a sequential language it works just with the energy body now I can feel where that was going in my body I activate myself when I bring this so I know that was going straight through the core of your energy body so that would be your mm -hmm. spine and right. it will yeah. um, for anyone that is um, maybe a little bit imbalanced, it would work more with the lower energy centers to to bring you mm -hmm. into line, to, to, to bring that body online, because we often talk about higher centers and that gives you all that awareness and stuff. But really, right now, the most important thing is that our core um, and that's our rootedness within our body and that presence and space mm -hmm. is here. Because that's how we cope with change very well. That's how our nervous systems are able to integrate change and shift and how we start and, um, to develop compassion as well. And so that was where the energy was really given today in this moment uh, with this particular space in this group. What a beautiful experience offering. Thank you so much. That was way more than I ever <laughs> expected and anticipated. You know, I just, I'm really grateful you decided to do that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What a gift. Um, and this is going to be, you know, a very powerful podcast for people, I feel, mm. um, because of the energies and, you know, and just as like with the video and things, I can see that there's a lot of at times distortion you know, because of the energy, you know, it is, it, it definitely plays a role in um, not having a clear picture at times, you know, so I just know that if, if you're listening to this, and you want to go back and revisit, I think you'll walk away with, with a little more every time you you do listen. So and at the same time, if it's not the right time for you, Make sure you you make the time, you know, the special time for yourself to receive a lot of what's been offered during our time together. So I think, you know, next time we get together, I, I would like to talk a little bit about the light language. And and I also want to open it up to this audience and say, if you checked it, you know, checked out this podcast and you have questions, please. Mm send us your questions and I will, um, I will pass them on, you know, we'll open this space for you because this, this is a time. And I, I know that we both feel the same way in saying this, that 
we wish we had had somebody. We wish we could have like sat down with a cup of coffee with a friend and said, yo, this is what I'm experiencing right now. Like crazy stuff, right? And not feel judged and not feel like I'm literally losing my mind. I mean, there's a lot of people who are really questioning their normalcy. And I love to let people know that you are a thousand percent normal. And when you start to go into dysfunction, that is really a symptom of what you could be repressing and suppressing and, and trying not to listen to, right? Absolutely. I would just like to say that, um, you know, I, I coach and mentor many people where I have many, many people that comment in the groups and it's when it started off, obviously, uh, there, there was a lot of people who were already uh, on the path. They were, you know, they were already open and coming from different places. In the last year, I have had builders, lawyers, teachers, children, our parents mm. phoning me with children who were spontaneously seeing meeting beings from other dimensions, drawing things, uh, very, very regular normal people who are suddenly having very different experiences and it is a, it is so necessary for you to land in a non-judgmental space and to be able to share your experiences and have them witnessed and seen and heard because it 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 can create dysfunction in you if you start to repress this energy too it's designed to, to bring you into health and we haven't shared my health journey today, but it is very remarkable indeed. Um, no. You know, these things are designed to to really help you. Um, and, you know, both of us, I feel we didn't have that level of support <laughs> when we started off. So um, it is just to let you know that, you know, that it isn't nobody special in that way. This is cutting across everyone in life. You don't have to have studied anything, have any, anything. It just is for everybody, for all humans, um, regardless. So right. that, that is where I meet people. Thank you. Yes, I, I love that. And um, I, I guess, you know, we won't get into it, but you did make a mention a little bit ago about what we might be experiencing over the next few weeks. Mm. And, um, I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm a fan of helping people not jump into the fear, right? That's what I typically, that's, that's my work is, is helping people realize they're okay. However, we're seeing, we're going to maybe hear some things, right. That put us into a fear state. Is there, do you have any intel on that? I guess I'll say, or do you have any insight um, that you could offer, um, you know, just to be cool and just kind of let the noise be the noise. I I always say, you know, turn off the media, (laughs) you know, Um, turn it off because they're telling you a lot of times things that probably aren't making you feel very good. And I don't believe that many of them are based in truth. So that's my opinion. But if it doesn't make you feel good, do something about it. That I can say and and offer. Would you like to share something though? Anything that you feel? Yeah, I think that you just have to, I, I always say that everybody should become sovereign. And that means that informing yourself on all levels. It's very hard to inform yourself when the media is owned and paid for by uh, people who run the corporations of the world. So pretty much everything that we see in here is is fabricated and engineered to sell a product or sell a view or a political opinion or whatever the narrative is. And so I feel that is a general theme that people are questioning now. I know it's right to question it, but and also when you go and look why that information that you might like to see is being heavily suppressed. So some of this is going to start coming out now. Um, some of things perhaps uh, to do with, um, you know, maybe life in other realms of the cosmos. Um, is now finally, finally, after many, many years, uh, going to start being made public. And again, you know, 
to, to really go inside and ask why perhaps that's been made, why we're being made aware of that right now. And that's where the stillness comes, you see. We become fearful of things we don't understand um, because we haven't got that stillness, because we can't contact that centre. No matter what we hear and see and, and feel, even in the chaos, that space inside is there throughout. It, it never leaves us. And so it's again, it's just coming back to that centre, isn't it? That why this is so important no matter what comes out no matter what is being shown Mm. what appears outside however crazy it seems you've always got inside you've always got a choice to pull away to to make your space safe for yourself as you are in that moment and our fight and flight responses are, are very deeply ingrained in our genetics but we can learn to become aware of them and to, to learn to breathe through uncertainty and to to learn to to uh, reintegrate our nervous systems so that gives us a, a better foundation for being calm in that storm and it's internal as well as external that means all storms that we meet but yes. it, it might get interesting over coming months there are a lot of things that where perhaps we need to see uh, more <laughs> truthful sharing and I, and I feel that the love energy that we're developing as a as a species by the experiences that we've had which have been very challenging um have brought us more into that awareness i agree the time is ripe you know in the sense of time for people to embrace themselves, uh, connect on the inside and create that, you know, the core, the strong core, the foundation, the deep connection with self, the relationship with self. And so that, that, as you said, that is always the place to go in every moment. It's always the place to go. It's home base. It is, it is the most important place I feel that you can go, you know, so that's where I go. That's obviously where you go. And thank you for saying that because it's true. So it has been my pleasure and I look forward to doing a few more with you also. You know, next time I want to talk about the health journey. This is a big one. I just did a podcast recently with my assistant on her health journey. And because, you know, when we start to go through our awakening process, many of us do experience the physical upheaval as well, right? As part of that you know, the uh, realignment, I guess we will say the, you know, getting connected to the place that we need to start focusing more upon and also talk more about the light language because I'm fascinated. I would love to hear more about that, but thank you for the gift you've offered us here today. And again, just to recap where people can find you. So on Facebook is where you began organically, right? And you have a big following on Facebook. And so so you do do you do activations live on Facebook on yeah, a, on a regular basis? Um, on Facebook, uh, this is currently my main uh, place where I share. Uh, I do lives uh, two or three times a week. Uh, some of them are quite long. We talk about regular life, and I share from the point of view of the collective and from myself as a regular human being. Uh, very normal things and encounters raw ascension is about sharing regular life through the 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 voice of spirit and 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 love i also share the codes the light codes so you can access those i share writing and when i make creations i share them there too so you can always find the things there is facebook doesn't always help us with the way it shares but you can find that there and i've recently opened a telegram group which is smaller but will always have the shares going moving forward everything will be on the website so it will always be a place where you can find out all about me okay <laughs> that's, that's wonderful i'm just wondering if you'd be able to get started yeah, so on okay. facebook under my name suzanne amara and okay. on the YouTube is the light evolutionary. Okay. 
and my page even though I put in your name and I found you so that's good <laughs> my page the light evolutionary has uh, my services on there uh, and various things but like uh, Kimberly said you know I, everything's been very organic and this has been a much more of an inward journey until now so we're just kind of starting to get going with the uh, you know taking it to the next level if you like and, and coming out yeah. and really putting this all all the artwork and the energy out there I have like well over 300 uh, codes like big pictures um activations meditations all sorts of things ready to go um so people will be able to explore that over coming months wonderful and it's such a support you know when when i was going through my awakening and you were going through yours you know i i just i couldn't get enough of spiritual teachers and the things that i was drawn to just to help me feel like i had something right and your work for sure can help people as they're moving through this uh, process for themselves. So it has been a true blessing. I appreciate you so much. Um, thank you to this lovely audience. And guys, I, I hope this has been as wonderful for you as it has been for us. Thank you so much. Have a fantastic week. And I look forward to talking to you guys really soon. Thank you so much. Take care. <laughs>